0: Hey friends, you're listening to the Psalm Song Podcast, where we talk about the intersection between music and spirituality. I'm Drew Wesselhoff, your host, and I want to welcome you to part three. So far we've talked about the line between agency and structure in part one, and the line between certainty and doubt in part two. Part one was about learning to let go of our structures, to rediscover agency. Part two was about learning to embrace our doubts, to rediscover the freedom of our uncertainty. And now we've arrived at part three, the rediscovery of creativity. The freedom of uncertainty leads both the musician and the listener into a unique place. This is the place that allows for a unique kind of creativity. Before, when the structure told them that everything was certain, the mission was not creativity, but conquering instead. In the context of the Christian religion, the term conquering is a reference to what is called the Great Commission in the Bible. The Great Commission is the name given to the last words that Jesus said to his disciples. The verses that make up this Great Commission are Matthew 28, 16-20. And these verses say, But the eleven disciples proceeded to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some were doubtful. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe Everything that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. In the Christian religion, this great commission that has been given is to, quote-unquote, make disciples of all nations. But sometimes the process of making disciples can be a pretty ambiguous task. It requires answering the very hard question of, what is a disciple?
1: A disciple is a person who's devoted to the uh, cause of the person that they're following. Uh, In the Christian sense, I would say that's Jesus. Disciples, uh,
2: one of the God followers, you got to be, wake up every day, you got to depend on him each and every day because there's nothing promised to no one in life.
3: A disciple is, in my opinion, a mentor and someone that has a message to preach that takes someone kind of under their wing and teaches them, you know, what they believe, and um, gives them direction and accountability. A disciple is, as I understand it, a follower of Christ.
0: The normal interpretation is simply that a Christian is a disciple, and a disciple is a Christian. That is how we arrive at the idea of conquering. If the Great Commission is interpreted in a binary way of thinking, for example, sacred and secular, or us and them, then it becomes a mission of converting them into us. So this Great Commission can be easily interpreted as a conquest of sorts. But as we have been walking this line between sacred and secular, and rediscovering the purpose of this binary, then perhaps this Great Commission can be rediscovered in a similar way. So if we backtrack a little bit and look at verse 16 of the Great Commission, it says that when the disciples saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. So if some of the original 11 disciples doubted, then it has to follow that the process of making disciples of all nations is not about creating absolute certainty for every disciple. And this brings us back to the end of part two. When we embrace our doubts and are honest about our position of uncertainty, then we can face this great commission as a non-binary. Perhaps all of us can have a unique and creative interpretation of what this commission means to us individually. Perhaps there is a fluidity instead of a binary. The distinction between us and between them is simply the distinction between what we do and do not understand. The cultures and ways of life that are unfamiliar to us can be seen as threatening to our own culture and way of life. But if we learn to embrace the doubts and the uncertainty, this allows us to embrace those we don't understand. This allows us to be more creative and thoughtful than a binary worldview could. It allows us to move and flow like water between the two camps of us and them. It allows us to be disciples who can both worship and doubt at the same time. It allows us to sing a sacred song and a secular song at the same time. writer and philosopher named Peter Rollins calls this fluidity a quote-unquote suspended space.
3: And suspended space is where we try to live the neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female. Now, we expand it out, neither freedom fighter nor terrorist, neither American nor Iraqi, neither Fox nor CNN, neither hawk nor dove, neither, neither this nor that, you can't really forget if you're a man or a woman, you can't really forget if you're rich or poor, but what we say is the church is a space where we engage in what in theology is called kenosis. In the same way that God emptied himself, came nothing. So we engage in that process of emptying ourselves, becoming nothing. We symbolically enter the space where we say, I am leaving this stuff at the door. Like, you'd never take your shoes off in the menagerie bar, right? You'd catch something. But you in some sense give, divest yourself of your various positionings. Instead of saying, I'm both an American and a Christian, you say, no, there is something about being a Christian in which I divest myself of those identities.
0: To leave our identities at the door means to let go of our identities as us, and let go of our interpretation of others as them. It means that walking the line between sacred and secular creates a space where more creativity and love can thrive. In the spaces between traditions and structures, we find the agency that we have so desperately been looking for. And now we get to talk about one of my favorite artists of all time, specifically because he embodies this fluidity and this creativity more so than many others
1: and this artist's name is John Bellion. Yes, I came up with my people, and they love what I've become. Like, I'm not even, I don't even wanna talk about, like, people change when they make it, and friends leave you, and then, fuck that. My shit, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy as shit. Like, everything's happening for a reason. My talent is finally being recognized. I come to realize my only enemy is me right. kingdom come
0: i'm going to try to keep myself from fangirling to the best of my ability but some of it will inevitably come out so i apologize in advance i've been listening to john since around 2012 he currently has four albums out three that were released for free and one that was released as his debut album
1: I mean, my yeah. first three albums, I did free. 100% of them myself, the writing, the production, all nine, and uh, I think maybe two records that were, were co-produced on, but it was all free. No samples, no nothing. It was all original music out for free. But, but that's what got me to this point, though.
0: Because I have been listening to him for so long, each of these albums reminds me of a chapter in my life that I was in when the album was released. From junior year of high school to now, John Bellion's music has been a constant encouragement for me. I've had the incredible privilege to watch and listen to John grow up as a person and as a musician. All the while, I was growing up as a person and a musician as well. It seems like almost every person who I've told about John Billion has quickly fallen in love with his music, but more importantly, with him as a
2: person feel the rhythm in my chest just breathe.
0: Since the beginning I have been telling everyone That everybody loves John Bellion Some people just don't know it yet Simply by hearing one of his songs You immediately can connect with the genuine energy That makes John so special
1: closet, but you hang stuff anyway And if you have bands, We'll dance on the I know that you'll love me Love me Even when I lose my head
3: Can you
0: And for the most part John creates quote unquote secular music but in his personal life he credits all of his success to his faith in God In an interview with John Greg diebeck puts it this way John talks a lot About God. He doesn't just talk about a vague idea of faith, he makes sure to emphasize God specifically. I admire this because, in his realm of music, which often perpetuates a lifestyle of vices, derogatory messages, and over the top displays of wealth and greed, John knows he could be risking his reputation. But the beauty is, he doesn't seem to care. He will continue to talk about God, because God is what he knows and loves, and if he is judged for it, so be it.
1: I think just listening back to like what what God gave me, like it's like wow, I don't even remember how I wrote this or how this came up. Like musicians, artists, we do we do this thing where we literally like catch lightning in a bottle. It's like you just wake up one morning, you're like I'm gonna try to make a song today, and by the five in the morning the next day, you're like listening and you're like when did this even happen? Like when did this come together? We made something out of thin air. I think that's the most amazing part about it all. It's just being like. This can't be me because it's not me it's not it's the gifts that were given to me it's like this every song every beat every talent whatever it's all a gift that was been that's been placed on me
0: in spite of john's genuine understrained faith just like the rest of us he is not without his doubts but perhaps this is what makes his faith so
1: genuine it's, a, it's important to be like just brutally honest like the age of like pop stars and perfection of people with social media and all that stuff is kind of out the window. Like I I think it would be more taxing on me to not be honest and to not be like yo there's someone gorgeous in my bed tonight but I'm petrified I'll die alone. That's Mm -hmm. a deep fear of mine but when you like you really think about it it's just everybody's sick of being human.
0: As a result of this the music he creates is both reverent and questioning at the same time. One of the many examples of this is in the song Maybe I DK from the Human Condition. In it, John expresses how his doubts and his faith coexist with each other. He says
2: I guess if I knew tomorrow, I guess I wouldn't need faith. I guess if I never fell, I guess I wouldn't need grace. I guess if I knew his plans, I guess he wouldn't be gone to God, God.
0: And after this, the anthem of the song is So maybe I don't know but maybe that's okay. So maybe I, maybe, I maybe I don't know. Maybe I
2: don't know. Maybe I don't know.
0: It's a simple revelation, but a powerful one. Just like the disciples who saw Jesus and doubted. John has found that being a disciple is not being certain of everything. But instead it is to trust that some things are beyond understanding. Maybe
1: I don't know, maybe, I don't know. But maybe that's okay. I wonder why I feel emptiness and I sing these
0: blues. And the same understanding can be found in the final sentences of the Bible. In Revelation 22:20, 20, the word Maranatha is found. And this word has two meanings depending on where you split it up. When it is split into marana and tha, it means Lord come. But when it is split as maran and atha, it means our Lord has come. So the word maranatha is effectively asking for the Lord's help and expresses gratitude that the Lord has already arrived, all at the same time. Let that sink in for a moment.
2: I guess if I knew tomorrow, I guess I wouldn't need faith. I guess if I never fell, I guess I wouldn't need grace. I guess if I knew his plans, I guess he wouldn't be gone, gone, gone.
1: So maybe I don't know.
0: If we return to Peter Rollins, he also talks about the importance of music and how it relates to this space. And he says that song sung in this space is not simply a song about suffering in the sense of cosmic homelessness. It is sung from that space, remains within that space, and renders that space palpable. It is a song that invites us to connect with the depth of our suffering rather than running from it or trying to cover over it. And this act can be deeply cathartic. Such worship can help us to face up to the feelings of loss, meaninglessness, and guilt in a way that is not overwhelming. So maybe I don't
2: know. Maybe I don't 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 know. But maybe that's okay.
0: I think that John understands this. I think that John understands that music naturally allows for fluidity between dichotomies and a healthy erosion of binary thinking. Through his creativity, John is making disciples, not through conquering or winning people over.
1: Yeah, that's I'm I'm trying to bring people together opposed to segregate them. I'm not I'm not trying to be the leader of some cool niche cult that's like breaking through. No, no, the object of music for me is to bring people together. That's why the album cover looks the way it does. It looks like a Disney movie. That's, <laughs> that brings people together no matter who you are.
0: So here's the cover of John Bellion's Maybe IDK. May you find healing in the hurt and hope in the suffering. May you find peace in your doubts and courage in your fear. Remember that even the disciples doubted and even they found grace upon grace. So I wish you grace and peace and Maranatha and Maranatha. Until next time, it's the Psalmsong Podcast.
2: Wonder why I get paranoid when I'm high. Wonder why I say yes to everyone in my life. Wonder why I can't run that fast in my dreams. I wonder why I feel short when I know. My money's tall, wonder why I miss everyone And I, I still don't call, wonder why I can't run that fast In my dreams Although I guess if I it tomorrow I guess I wouldn't need faith I guess if I never fell I guess I wouldn't need grace And I guess if I knew his plans I guess he wouldn't be gone Maybe I don't know Maybe I don't know Maybe I don't know Maybe I don't know But maybe, maybe that's okay Maybe that's okay Maybe that's okay Maybe that's okay, maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay. I wonder why I feel emptiness when I sing these blues. Wonder why I feel hopelessness when I watch the news. Wonder why I can't find my voice in my dreams. Wonder why they say hate your brother and
3: hide your gold.
2: Wonder why we all feel the things that we
3: might not know. Wonder why I can't find my
2: voice in my dreams. Although I guess if I knew tomorrow I guess I wouldn't need faith I guess if I never fell I guess I wouldn't need grace And I guess if I knew his plans I guess he wouldn't be God So So maybe 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 I don't know Maybe I don't know Maybe I don't know Maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay. Maybe that's okay. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know Maybe that's okay